sit down, take a chew and chew my money till we get it. Till we get it. Paul Wall in the Cooper Sports was A talking. Money speak, all that bullshit keep. Are you a are you a Bigfoot believer as well? I've done some Bigfoot investigations out here in Colorado, and I tell you why because um, uh, we've had UFO sightings with Bigfoot, and I just happened to meet a, uh, who is a good buddy of mine, Joe Fex, a Bigfoot hunter investigator out of Denver. We just happened mm-hmm. to meet at one of these UFO, um, you know, lectures and stuff, and he was talking about Bigfoot. And I'm going, that would be awesome. And so, just like ghost investigations, I got to tell your audience out there. You know, I got involved with UFO stuff. There wasn't really like a you know UFO 101 book at the time. Um, I did. A, I went to a lot of lectures. I did a lot of research before I started jumping on this on my own. Now, when it came to ghost investigations, uh, I sat in with ghost investigator teams from Denver and Colorado Springs. I don't know, uh, half a dozen times, mm-hmm. learning from them before I went out on my own. I just don't jump right into it. You've got to, you got to, you got to learn the steps. Bigfoot was the same way. Um, I went out on a couple of Bigfoot investigations with Joe Fix, and he trained me. This is what you look for. This is what the da 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 da. I'm no, I'm nowhere as good as Joe Fix, and I never will be because that's his forte. Is go, you know, his Bigfoot investigations. But the first one we did together. At an active investigation where an eyewitness saw one, is where I saw my first footprint. This was in Bailey, Colorado, and um, I tell you, it was a night and day thing. It was—I'd never experienced that before. You know, we were—we were on the edge of, I think it was a Pike National Forest, mm-hmm. uh, and which goes back way, way back into Colorado. No one ever goes back there, and we we're walking up a side of a hill, and where where it snowed. And sure enough, man, there's these footprints with little toes in the snow. And it was right, left, right, left, about four foot away from each other. So it was a four-foot gate, Damn, pretty big gate. Yeah, it's twice And the they were about 18 to 22 man, inches. In di- and we watched it, we, and we tracked them. And what was cool about that was near that area were rabbit footprints, were were were. were Coyote and mm-hmm. and and so um, the bear the bear were hibernating at the time, so um, so we actually saw other animal footprints that were you know natural to that environment that forest, and they were nothing close. I mean, people would say it's a rabbit hopping, that's where you're getting the bigfoot prints. Well, we saw the rabbit hopping prints, and that's not the prints we saw. Matter of fact, back here somewhere, mm, over. On this side, well, I guess you can't see it. Um, I actually have a casting over there. A casting of, of, of a Bigfoot. Of, 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 of a Bigfoot casting for Patterson case. You know, the uh, a year before the you know so he you, actually shot that actual Bigfoot walking. Is the um, Bigfoot that was, an alien as well? You think, or do you think that's just a beast that exists here on Earth? Um, I think that it's, kind of uh, evolved next to us. I think it's like a giant Pithecus. Okay, you know, Gigantopithecus. Um, yeah, no. that's what I kind of, I, you know. Now there are a lot of people out there that say that you know it's that's alien and they're alien involved, but I don't think they've ever done Bigfoot investigations. Um, Some people I mean, think I did, Bigfoot's a shapeshifter, and that's when you get well, kind of to the. That's when yeah, you get to the. Skin, that's a skinwalker. Yeah, skinwalkers yeah. are shapeshifters too. I mean, that's the whole skinwalkers. Uh, or whatever. Like I, I know. I'm sorry. I mispronounced it, but I think it was a Navajo name. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, but it's it's all it's 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 a human that can walk on all fours. So if you listen, if you watch these shows, it's funny as hell when you watch some of these shows. I know I'm bouncing to skinwalkers now, but it's funny when you watch some of these shows and they go, "That bird, that owl, that's a skinwalker," you know. Mm-hmm. And they're they're I'm an investigator. No, no. If you actually talk to the Native Americans, Yinalushi means those that walk on all fours done <laughs> which which throws out anything with wings right mm-hmm. yeah. it has to be something that walks on all fours and you know it's a medicine man or an evil medicine man or whatever and the whole thing with the skinwalker and how the word came up well that's a, you know the english version of it I, I think it was the navajo and the utes mm-hmm. were fighting back and forth back in the day and um, it's really hard when you go way, way back and, and, and research the Ute tribe. Um, I think they were trading with the Spaniards. The Spaniards, they were trading slaves. They were, they were fighting the Navajos, and they were capturing the children and the women. They were, this was slave trading that the Utes were doing way, way before we even migrated. You, you know, Europeans migrated, you know, to the U.S. So, or North America. So, um and then they also were trading leather. The Ute Indian tribe were, were very proficient with leather products. So the Spaniards and the French would come and visit them and because their leather was the best. And they would trade with horses and guns. And so they, be, they became very, very proficient on horseback shooting. And they were just like annihilating. They were in Utah. They started to migrate and take over parts of Colorado, which, of course, it was Utah and Colorado was one big territory back then. And um, and they were just kicking the. I'm pretty sure it was the Navajo. They were just kicking their butts, and um, so the Navajo cursed them with Yinalushi, cursed them with a skinwalker, and that's how it, it got to the Ute tribe. Now, when I talked to the Native American, the Ute elder, and I'm so mad that they didn't make it on the show, that I can't even use the word skinwalker Yinalushi in this presence. I can just describe what I'm talking about because if you say the name like Beetlejuice, it'll show up mm-hmm. as far as they're concerned. So you, so those elders, those tribes, you know, that are very, very serious about this, that you can't even say the name in their presence because you're cursing them and you're cursing their family. So when you talk to them, and that's how I learned all this talking to the, uh, the elder. And then I did some research about it, and, and the research followed that, that same protocol. But, and like and he was the same one that talked about Bigfoot. Well, I did another investigation in Bailey, the one that actually made Finding Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. And this time, uh, it was two ladies that saw Bigfoot run by. And uh, I think the Bigfoot was watching the women because – there is that kind of, if you go back to stories and stories of Bigfoot in the past, um, you know, they they like you women. They like to watch them. <laughs> there's Bigfoot so love stories out curious. there. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's actually some, some horrific ones, too, where yeah. they fought with the Native Americans and would kill the Native Americans. Um, uh, they would make wicker baskets. This is one old story I picked up years and years ago where where they would make this like a, it's like a wicker basket, but it's not, but just think of it. And then they had spikes inside the bottom of it. The, and they would, they would raid the native American camps and throw them in the back of the basket, kill them and take them off. Now you're going, well, that's pretty bad, but you have to understand too, that the tribe might've been fighting with them. 
and that might have been their version of defense and offense. Right. Okay. Now, I can guarantee you that, um, and I've seen police reports, two of them, that pertain to what we think was a Bigfoot killing of a human. Okay. In Colorado? Um, no, both of them came out of Tennessee in okay. the Appalachians. And, wow. um, and we think, well, one case, um, well, I'll just tell you, one case, it was, a, it was a young couple that were hiking, day hiking, and they come up to this open area, and they see a Bigfoot picking up a deer. We have those same type of sightings here in Colorado. Uh, over in Bailey, Colorado, that's the Sasquatch Center. There's a museum there, and they track all the sightings. It's a pretty cool place if you go through Bailey. And they sell all kinds of Bigfoot stuff there, too. But um, one of the stories is, is one of the investigators there came across where you could see where deer carcass was, was dragged and picked up and taken away. And then there were some footprints, like, you know, Bigfoot footprints. So it's not anything new. So they come across this. And what the police report said was the girl, young girl panicked and was screaming. And the guy was in shock. The Bigfoot came over, killed her to stop her from screaming, went back, picked up the, uh, the, 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 the dead deer and walked off. The police report said it was a bear walking on its hind legs killed the girl, walked on his hind legs, back to the deer, picked up the deer and walked away. I swear right. to God, that's the police report I read. Wow. You know, so, you know, unless it was Yogi Bear out there walking on his hind legs, you know, both there and back instead of just running at him on all four. The other one was uh, was a hunter came across a, a tree and uh, and there was a hole inside the tree. And embedded inside the hole was a uh, was a was the torso of a hunter, mm -hmm. and the arms and legs were ripped off, and they were stuck on the branches. And that report, um, and then the gun was broken in half. Okay, now we do know from we we researched Bigfoot sightings in the area, and we did hear and we did you know pick up there was some sightings of a rogue Bigfoot in that general area at one point. What we think might have happened is that hunter took a shot at one. Or he maybe he shot and killed one and its mate came back oh. and got him and then left him there as a warning to other hunters. I mean, you, what are they going to, you know, they're not going to ride on a tree or on the ground, don't kill us. <laughs> don't shoot a Bigfoot, right? No, don't shoot a Bigfoot. So that was their way, we think. Now, the police report stated it was some maniac idiot out there, you know, you know what's his name from, you know, from one of the haunted movies, <laughs> Jason, yeah. right? <laughs> or something like that. That's, that's I was a volunteer deputy for eight years, and we've had Bigfoot sightings uh, and, and, and weird paranormal sightings. And, and the first thing that the sheriff's department would do, well, they just associate it with, with common. But then again, too, Police departments aren't trained in paranormal investigations, so they really don't know. But but they have to put something out there, and and that's the best that the, that you know deputy could do is say, "Well, I'm thinking it was they, a guy who yeah. did this, a maniac or something." Their mind we know go to big a little better. Yeah. Well, they, they, it it sounds like you know, and when it's when it comes time to like release press statements with police, it's like. Well, we don't want to put out Bigfoot because then that's just going to be in a whole other can of worms we can't answer. And so maybe well, they mean, go with that yeah. kind of like, you know, the quote, safer like statement 
or description of what they think happened. Yeah, and I don't know if it's still out there. I'm going to check real quick right now. Uh, typing deputy fired UFO. Let's see if my That's name pops you. up. Yeah, yeah no, I'm familiar is. with that story. You want to tell our listeners about that? It happened like 10 yeah. years ago, right? Yeah, so if so, your listeners, um, it's funny as hell. Uh, let me get back over here because I just lost you. Okay, um, so your listeners out there, if you just go on Google and just type deputy fired UFO, you'll see my name pop up, Chuck Zukowski. So what happened, it was, um, I was a volunteer deputy, and uh, we had a, a animal mutilation um, uh, over by Rush, Ute, uh, Rush, Colorado, and there was two horses that were mutilated laying next to each other, probably within 25, 30 feet, both lying on the same side, both had similar um, uh, cuts, um, ground depressions in the area. Pretty cool. Two other animals uh, experienced it. The dog experienced it, um, had marks on the dog. Dog survived. Uh, one of the horses experienced it, had a mark on its nose, on its legs, had little marks, little round quarter size marks on the inside of its legs. Hmm. Really unusual. Uh, and the horse wouldn't go out there anymore. They had to actually move the horse from one, actually sold the horse, gave the horse to the vet. The dog suffered, uh, had thyroid issues and almost died. And it, it took probably about four months for the, for the dog to, to recoup. Um, so the deputies go out there and they look at this. And, are, and the report, the case report from my department, from these two deputies. Now, you have to understand that, like, county deputies, uh, they'll, they'll pick a couple of deputies and they'll run them through, like, a one- or two-week school on animal cruelty. So they'll understand what is animal cruelty and what's not. Because animal cruelty is, is, can be a felon, yeah. um, a felony if you kill so many animals. You know, you kill so many animals in a row, you're going to become a felon. So, um, so they send these two guys out, and they look at it, and the case report says uh, an unknown, basic. Well, no, the case report said it was not a predator, that the only other possible way it, it could be is animal cruelty. Even though the case report says that, even though when I talk to the deputies themselves, they go, eh, we don't know what it was, but we put animal cruelty because it's got to be a human that did this because it definitely wasn't a predator. Because we know, we were trained to know what predators' damage looks like. So I got played by Fox News out of Denver. Um, I got contacted by Glenda, went over there, investigated it a day or so after the, the deputies, mm -hmm. right? And I went with uh, Andy Cohen from KOA NBC News here. Uh, I, I think, yeah, he, I found out through him. Anyway, a couple of days later, Fox News out of Denver came in to interview Glenda. Glenda says, Chuck, can you come down and be with me? When Because I, I've never been in front of the camera before. So I said, oh, sure, Glenda. And I'll do some follow-up investigations while I'm there. So I went on, and then the the Fox reporter interviewed me, and then Glenda had told her that I was a deputy. I didn't mm. tell her but I was a volunteer deputy. That SOB went right over to my department, to the PR person, to ask them about what they found out about it and then told them what I said. And they played me against my own department. Um, it's not that I'm a Fox News fan, um, but I'm definitely not a Fox. Well, later on, there was another journalist I worked out of Fox News out of Denver was pretty cool. But this particular SOB, man, I swear to God, if I ever see her, well, I can't hit her, but... <laughs> anyway, I'll just speak. I'll just give her the eye. <laughs> yeah. 
I'll give her the evil eye. Well, anyway, it played against me, and then they fired me. Eventually, they fired me. They waited. The, the pussies at the department, you know, they waited till uh, till after the the academy was over a month later before they fired me. So it wasn't like they wanted, you know, they just wanted to get rid of me. And it was a commander, one particular commander that didn't like me. He didn't like, he didn't believe in UFOs or any other stuff. And he didn't like me. And he, at one point he told me I can't do any investigations in my district. Well, that's El Paso County. That's 2,400 square miles. And I told him, F you. You know, yeah. now I could now I told him that because I'm a volunteer and I don't get paid. I don't have a pension. I'm doing this on my own time. And this one, you know, jack off is trying to tell me what I can or can't do in my personal life. And I basically told him, to, you know, to his face to F off. And he didn't like that. But and I said, there's there's no policy I'm breaking. There's no nothing. You just don't like me and I'm not going to do it just because you don't like it. It's so tough. Oh, he yeah. was all, oh, you can't talk to me that way. And I'm going, ah, I just did. <laughs> oh, you Beavis know. and Butthead, you're expelled. <laughs> yeah, really. And and the bottom line was, so see, he waited until the appropriate time yeah. that the academy was done. And they didn't need my services anymore because they had new recruits coming. And then he sent a couple of deputies to my house and took my badge and my gun. And, uh, and I go, I was really upset, but actually that was the best thing that happened to me because I went right over to Andy Cohen with NBC News here, mm -hmm. and Andy Cohen went to the Sheriff's Department and talked to them and uh, you know, could not find any policy that, that I broke. Right. Matter of fact, the PR person that, that Fox News had talked to lied or was lazy. And I say, I'm going to give her the benefit of the diet of saying that she was lazy because she never looked at the case report. She told Fox News it was predators that, that killed those two horses. I told Fox News it wasn't predators. It wasn't a human, but it, but it falls under animal cruelty because we have no other thing that can fall under. But it, but I don't, I don't, it wasn't humans. But if you're going to categorize it, categorize it animal cruelty. The lieutenant that was the PR person said it was predators. I said it wasn't. That's what got me got me fired because I contradicted my sheriff's department. Well, the PR person either lied or never looked at the case report because the case report said animal cruelty right on it. That's what I said. I agreed with the sheriff's department. They were trying course, to discredit UFO stuff. Of course, That's it was it. animals. I, aliens were the were the perpetrators of the animal cruelty, not humans. Uh -huh. But that's not the point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you see it as them just trying to keep down UFO stuff. You say, you know, they saw a UFO investigation. And they said, we're just going to shut it down. That's right. No. Now, happened to my son too. My son, um, who's no longer with the department, as of about a, uh, just over a year ago, uh, we're hoping for a new sheriff. Of this year, because the one there uh, didn't do anything different than the previous sheriff who was corrupt. He kept the same command staff there. And I do, and I know what the Black Lives Matter, and I know what's going on with that, and I know, I, I know there is some racism, you know, out there. Uh, being a deputy, um, I've, I've seen it, but it's just, it's just not. It's just not our, you know, our, you know, our, our black brothers and sisters. It's Caucasians, it's Hispanics too, and. Um, and so I do believe that we do need some changes. It's I, but it's got to be within the department. It's got to be the policies and procedures, and it's got to be quarterly, if not twice a year, for these things, you know, to set in place. You, you know, some of these departments just let 
guys go. And it, it and it, it'll corrupt the person if you put uh, a police officer or deputy in the bad part of a city or the bad part of the county, and you keep them there yeah. for a year or two. They're going to start resenting the people that are there because they're 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 doing. It's it's crap. It's it's just it's and it's not fair because it's not fair to the other parts of the county or the city. That's not that way, right? So um, that's the problem I've seen. Sheriff's department since then has been moving deputies around from district to district to district to try to avoid anything like that. But um, you know, cops are only human. They're human too, and they can get their feelings hurt. And anyway, that's where biasism, in my opinion, kind of pop up. I've personally seen it at the sheriff's department. My my sergeant that I, you know, Sergeant Waters is black, and I and I I would have put my life in jeopardy to protect him. He's a really really cool guy. But I'm I'm a Polish Mexican, so uh, you know, ever since I was a little kid, you know. I was a minority being being either a Polak or a Mexican. And so I, I understand the Hispanics too, you know, uh, with that. Polish, not too much, but it's because, you know, there's not a lot of Polish people out here in Colorado. But, um, yeah. but anyway. Thanks for keeping um, it diverse, diverse up there for the Polish people. Yeah. yeah. What, West but, Texas but, loves you. <laughs> so, so I can, I can understand that. So, so either the PR person in the sheriff's department uh, either lied because she was told to lie or or you know she never looked at the case report because she was lazy now my son was was uh on patrol at night and he got a call over the radio that there was a bigfoot sighting over by gold camp road and he radioed in and says i'm going to roll on that well my son's been on investigations with me of course he wants to roll on it <laughs> someone physically was, was driving on this dirt road and they saw a Bigfoot cross their path. Now, I've been on that dirt road numerous times as a deputy mm-hmm. during fires blocking the road off because that's what the volunteers would pop in. And you know, we would do the roadblocks and, and secure neighborhoods and do all kinds of stuff while the full-timers would do uh, you know other stuff too. And so I knew the area. The sergeant on duty said, no, nah, don't, don't do that shit. Don't go investigate that shit. Stay in your area. Don't go there. And I'm going, what the hell? Okay, first off, if it was a Bigfoot, we could have actually had, uh, you know, someone involved in law enforcement, you know, with cameras or, you know, dash cam stuff, pick something up. Or, but let's say it wasn't. Let's say it was a guy in a ghillie suit, a perp out there or, or a burglar or something. So now, because he didn't go out there, you know, the, it's uh, now I found out later, you know, from my son. Well, the next day he goes, Oh, dad, I had a call for Bigfoot. I go, Where at? He goes, Oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, he couldn't tell me that night because you can't. He just said, You know, we had a call in this particular area. And, uh, and I, and he couldn't even tell me where it was. And I said, Was it Go Camp Road? He says, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> and I said, Okay. <laughs> so I went towards Go Camp Road because that's where we had sightings in the past. So, so, he didn't violate any policies by telling me exactly where it was. He just said we had a sighting. I kind of figured out where the sighting was from other previous sightings. And, and I found some evidence that something ran across the road and jumped up on the other side of the road because there was a big, big old rock there. And it, and it jumped up about five feet on this rock. And it made the rock slide down and roll. And nothing else was moved. Now, it was in that area 
I can't tell you if that could have been erosion too, but but right across the, the dirt road, I saw another imprint of something that hit the edge of the road to run across the road and hit the embankment on their side. So I'm guessing maybe that was it. But uh, we have had sightings pretty close to Colorado Springs uh, uh, recently, even within the last year, Bigfoot. Hmm. But you know, but you're right. The, a lot of these departments. Now I've worked with other departments and other other counties here in Colorado Springs or Colorado. Um, you know, in Trinidad and and uh, 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 what was the other one too? Uh, do I just drew the blank of that county? But anyway, and they're very open to helping. You know, animal mutilations and all kinds of stuff. And then other of uh, Georgia, Dakota. Ohio. I've, I've worked with uh, departments over there too. Uh, Oregon. Remember, remember the cattle mutilations in, in Oregon about a year ago. There were some cattle mutilations. Anyway, did those you go investigate not talk those guys? Uh, cops wouldn't help you in Oregon with the cattle mutilations. What's that? The cops in Oregon weren't uh, weren't helpful with the cattle mutilations out there. Oh no, no, they wouldn't even return my calls. They mm. wouldn't even do anything. Mm. Yeah, the particular the particular one. I think it was about two years ago in Oregon. Um, just wouldn't talk to me. Uh, Ohio, I think there was one recent, you know, last year or two or so ago. They wouldn't help me either. Mm -hmm. uh, so some departments are open. Some departments aren't. That's just based on them and their policies, you know. Um, hopefully, if this information comes out, at least by the end of June, I don't expect, you know, um, our government to come out and say aliens exist. I don't, I 99.9% I, I, .9 say, think that's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. There's always that 1% chance that it will. But I think what they're going to come out at the end of the month and saying, we need to address this further. We need to look into this further. In other words, what they're saying is, um, we don't know what the hell it is, or we know what the hell it is, we're not going to tell gonna you. We're not going to tell you. Yeah, sure. You we know about the Martha Lights? Yeah. yeah, at Texas, Martha Lights, yeah. You know anything about those? Because I had to work in Martha this last summer. And uh, I, w I would go out to the nights periodically, right? And uh, like to the viewing station to see the lights. And Did you see them? No, I didn't. I mean, maybe, I, maybe I'd see a reflection. I don't know. When, I mean, I, I went there a few years ago and it's, yeah, you know, I, I feel like, you know, Mar Marfa's always been Texas's Roswell just because of the lights and you always hear about it. And I mean, I always saw... I just kept I just kept seeing this like constant like red light kind of near the horizon and we went we went like midnight you know we we weren't trying to go there at 9 p.m. when it was convenient for us and um and it I mean it I don't know exactly what we saw because it, it could have just been something like a station <laughs> maybe someone set up like a radio station way off and they knew well, that red light was in that you know is convenient or something. I mean, the Marfa lights have been around since we since before that technology. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, um, have you so seen the Marfa lights? I've never seen the Marfa lights, but they're very similar to the Joplin lights in Missouri, mm -hmm. and they they call them the Joplin spook lights. Um, but um, but I've recorded, uh, video recorded, you know, balls of light in uh, uh, in Missouri near Branson, Missouri. Uh, the outside of Branson, Missouri, mm -hmm. um, in out in the middle of the woods, I you know I was doing some investigations there with my sister a few years ago. Flew out there a couple times, and recorded the lights twice. I actually ran an experiment out there. Uh, what I think these lights are uh, is, is they're mechanical probes, 
And they're like the probes that we send out to the moon and Mars and Venus or whoever. I don't know Venus, but um, Saturn. And uh, and what they're doing, in my opinion, is they're keeping an eye on the environment. And I only learned that after what I did was I. Um, it's, it's called Marley Woods, Missouri, and mm -hmm. it's 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 still hot, but uh, we don't go out there. Because too much because we don't want to upset not only what's going on there but the people that live there too you know they, they, they're trying to keep a you know a low very very low key but we went out there a few years ago and the first time i went out there um on video i picked up a light popping up now what happens with the marley lights is um if it pops up on one day it'll definitely pop up the second day so the ranchers in the area, if they, if they, and it usually pops up right after dusk, just as it gets dark, that's when it pops up. And there's no stars or anything. I mean, it physically pops up. Now, sometimes they'll see one or two, and sometimes they'll see stadium of lights, which is mm. way, way cool, like, like, you know, 20 or so. Um, now, when we were there, uh, uh, we had a camera set up. And they and it was the right time of the year that they were saying that these things were going to happen. And usually the animals start making noise first. The farm animals start making noise, and sure enough, the farm animals were starting making noise. And I had my camera set up, and I was using a Sony Handycam and uh, a night vision because they had the Sonys have got really good night vision, super night shot. And sure enough, you know, it goes blink, and a little light pops up, and it's out there for a few seconds, and then it goes out. It's gone, and it's just above the tree line. Hmm. And so um, that was the first night. So the second night, I was there with a couple of uh, other investigators out of Missouri, and one of them had been investigating that area for like eight years, <laughs> and he never and he never did what what I suggested. <laughs> I'm the newbie. He wanted me part for part of his uh, his team, and then he fired me because I guess I outshined him. But um, I said, okay, so how do you know this light's not coming from a house or or something beyond the woods? He goes, well, there's nothing back there. I said, how can you guarantee that? Well, I can't guarantee that because he's always been here looking at that direction. So I had I had a couple of radios with me that have like a 20-mile radius. And we looked at the map. I said, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm taking a camera and I'm going to be here tomorrow night because we think this is going to happen again. Okay, I'm going to send you and this other guy out this dirt road around the back on the side of the Marley Woods where there's an opening. And if this light comes on, I'm going to radio you. And if you see the light coming from behind the woods, aha, now we know. If you can't see the light, it tells me it's coming from the woods. Oh, yeah, great idea. And sure enough, and I think I actually have it on, on YouTube somewhere we're called the marley lights and you can hear me go ted the lights up can you see it ted can you see it and i'm talking he goes no i don't see a light i don't see a light I go, you don't see the light ted <laughs> you know we got it we see it and then then the owner yeah we see it too you know so it worked out so where they were we were able to determine the light was actually coming out of the woods and not coming from behind the wood. Yeah. 
which one is the best is glistening They got guys in the pool cause the top is missing I sleep on dreams cause it's paper I'm chasing My roots come from Texas, this pimp, 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 lace shit Run the side, run the side, run the side, run the side, run the side